0: Hey all you beautiful people, thank you so much for coming to my podcast. Quick reminder, if you want to listen to the songs that I have on my podcast, you will have to download the Anchor app, comma, go to anchor.fm slash Ashley Milan Brooks, comma, or if you click on the shared link on any of my social media sites, whether that is Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or Snapchat, click on that link and there will be an option to listen to my podcast right then and right there you're all set if you do that and you'll be able to hear the lovely array of songs that I choose so you know don't miss out you guys click that link or download the app for yourself and see Ah, it's gonna be so fun I mean honestly I'm irritated Hey everybody! Happy Wednesday! Thank you so much for coming to listen to my podcast. Honestly, I'm irritated. And today we are going to talk about the interior design. And you're like, oh, probably talking about interior design, right? Well, yes, of course, but we are going to be both talking about um, just my love and my interest for interior design. What I just really find cool about it and um, my dreams and hopes for that. And I've talked about that before, but this is just going to be specifically being able to talk about that and some of the things that, you know, I just think about or deal with in relation to that. Also, talking about, um, the interior design of just people and us and who we are as people, you know, trying to always look on the inside as well as talking about some other things to make it like a, um, kind of holistic message and just, if it's deep, it's deep, honey. I love connecting lines. So, um... Yeah, let's talk about it further, but, um, yes, let's open this up with a good old song to kick it off, you know, how we do it here. One moment, y'all, sit back, relax, and we gonna come back with the heat, talking about the design, and the layouts, and the schemes, and all that good stuff. So, interior design. I first start even falling in love with the whole concept of just, like, um, Decorating the space picking the colors um, the textures very vividly when uh, my grandma was redesigning her house And she was getting somebody to come paint and she was picking like the fabrics for You know the window trimmings and just um curtains and picking out rods and all that type of stuff I remember helping her with that and like obviously before that I would like have stuff in my room or like to have my room a certain way or really enjoy little quirky things and like my family was big on thrifting growing up so one time my mom um got this dresser type thing or like this shelf type storage storage yes it wasn't a dresser it was a storage type thing but at the very bottom it had like a thing where you could turn a little light on so you could get on the floor you can just like read your book or just be down there with a little night light and I've always liked little like stuff like that like I was saying like um whether it was like a closet where me and my sister could like we could get to each other's rooms through the closet or it was like a little space where you can just chill have a little area to relax in a closet or in a basement or and I keep saying closets because I have a lot of closet memories and stuff like that (laughs) um just being in there and just making I don't know or the attic or anything and I just have always loved little intricate spaces and it doesn't dawn on you exactly what you like about this stuff You just know that you like it and you know that it brings you some type of joy or satisfaction and that you want to keep being in those spaces you want to keep doing what you're doing because it really feels cool to be there or you really like that this color looks cute with this or ooh, i like this bed set because of this or i like this because of this and so then you start to really just make a space your own And that's what sticks out. Because you can always tell when you go in somebody's house and they don't really think about their their scheme of design. And, like, we all can do that sometimes. I'm not even trying to play. But it's just you can tell when somebody thinks it through, thinks about the flow, thinks about the color, the organization. Or you can just tell when somebody has a room and they have stuff in it. Stuff in it. Like, they have a couch. They have this. They have that. But it's just kind of like, why don't you move this here? Just, like, it probably would be better if you did this. But, you know, it just is what it is. So we can always appreciate good design or good placement or good organization at least I can really appreciate that and that's why I want to go into a field where you literally study that and you study not only how the frilly cute stuff like color and texture and fixtures height and setting and like this this and just the small fun things that people like and that you see so often that's the thing that you learn to appreciate and really gain understandings of why psychologically certain colors do certain things or certain effects have certain, um, effects on people, you know, you learn that stuff. But really, I just love that whole side. And then really getting into like, oh, well, if you knock this down and you allow this lighting to hit this area at this time, and you, um, have this area there that they, this family specifically, likes or finds find or that people really can resonate with because people like x y and z because of an actual reason once you study that and once you really get to know that it just becomes a whole new world and it becomes a whole new opportunity like you don't just see it as that's cute you see it as that's cute but that makes sense and it feels right because of a reason and that's the part i love and literally it's just it's just crazy and it goes into so many different levels and um yeah it's just awesome and I love it so um I think what I want to do officially for my goals and dreams of this obviously I'm gonna finish school with urban planning which is what I'm studying now but I have I have a history of studying Kent State well studying interior design at Kent State for three years and being introduced to that and then um life happened and then I'm like I said finishing off with urban planning which is way more political way more um ethical and learn about doing what's right and doing what's best and um really applying that to the choices that are made referring to where things are located where people are located and who has access to what who makes these decisions so on and so forth so it's giving a meaning and a purpose behind design for me at least and it's making me not just be so focused on the material and focus on the physical because obviously design is all about how people experience it on a physical level mainly like obviously you have to be in a space or do something with the space but it's all about making the the spaces and the areas people inhabit and live in and interact with making that memorable making that function and be efficient and be accessible to all people so it's like it's mixing that But for me, it's just when you combine that necessity, honestly, and you combine that with the actual mission of really making sure people are cared about and listened to and that things are a little bit more equal, a little bit more, like, functional, and a little bit more, like, it's just, I don't know. Seeing places where blind people and people in wheelchairs, regular families, like, quote, unquote, like, parents with children, bigger families like that are just... Older people, um, even young people, it can be accessible and be able to be used and just people can be affected by it. Not depending on you have to be this way and this way, but when you really be able to bring, when you really begin to bring people together through their spaces, because it goes deeper than that. And I'm going to touch on that too, but it's, it's deeper than what you just see and what you feel it really begins to make you feel something about who you are. And it makes you begin to act differently and behave differently based literally on the colors, the schemes, the flow, the inclusion of the spaces you are in. And it's it's a crazy thing. And I think pairing that mission with that love and that fun with that greater goal for the greater good, still aiming at individual pleasure and individual satisfaction, That combination and that mastery of those two is something that truly is going to be me, (laughs) but literally is what I love and what I'm driving toward. And because believing in God, literally, I see God and stuff like that. I see God in every day and many things, but especially when people put aside personal biases, work together for greater good and for sustainability and for a greater cause, that's going to come not only when we're here, but when we're not here, and it's like dealing with that stress, dealing with the troubles and the you know the anxieties the real world issues that come about with things like that such as design and change that happens every day and that we can't control being able to deal with that, manage that take into consideration and in account people and feelings and possibilities and livelihoods and so many things and also money and practicalities and being able to make a solution. I think that's great. I think that shows a lot of you know, self-control, self-mastery and just excellence. And that's why I love it. And that's why it's so enthralling and I cannot wait to just be able to practice that and do that and make the change, be the change that I really wanna see and start to see some of the things and some of the ideals that I feel act it out because I really am just trying to make sure we good out here you know (laughs) in the grand scheme of things and it's just such an amazing and um you know scary but it's so necessary and I just am looking forward to it so much so I was talking about um how like obviously the design goes deeper than just what we see what we interact with and so I'm going to talk to you guys about that a little bit because this is a new idea but it's, it's always been a love that I've had but this is a new idea that I'm thinking about and just trying to pursue for the, you know, um, higher education of this degree and where I see myself and what future goals I want for myself in the interior design field. And then after that, like I said, going to segue into how all that literally has to be backed up with the bettering, with the ethical standards, what I've hinted at as well. Making sure what you're doing is, is for a good purpose and that you're acting from a place of love. And you have to act from a place of love only when you are operating and feel and can offer the love that you can only give by making sure you're good and making sure you're um, taken care of and that you're just in line and in tune with your purpose and your true desire. So let's take a break, listen to a banger and come back right with it. Okay. So something that I'm thinking about, and I've been thinking about recently, is pursuing um, interior design and urban planning get like maybe, I've never even thought about this before at all, because I really don't want to get any more schooling besides getting my master's. And I really am compelled to get that because to like practice your own design, you need to have a master's. So that's the only reason for for (laughs) a, but I was thinking maybe like maybe getting a doctorate or like a further study or another master's or something else in like the psychology behind it or a master's or like I said, whatever of psychology in design or pair with design, something like that, because it's such a crazy large topic and maybe really looking at the dynamics of the moods and going into communities with the urban planning aspects and truly looking at the demographics, the history of the laws of like the segregation things, disadvantages, the, um, not really racist, but you know, very racist though, but not by law, you know, things like that. Go, going in certain areas, analyzing that, studying the community, questioning the people really getting real life, um, samples and advan- not advantages, but, um, just insight based on the people who actually are there experience that and can have the very firsthand experience of not having having all the affluence the money but having the everyday working class maybe poor maybe not poor but still giving that raw realistic opinion because what you really need to make good change that lasts that lasts (laughs) and is inclusive is talking to the people And really getting their opinion and insight and making them included and making them feel included. And I just really want to know exactly what that is, what those feelings are, what those triggers are, what exactly it looks like. Because it looks different in different areas, but you already know. Because it's like, it's not stated, it's not blatantly the same, but you know and you know the feeling. And I really want to study that feeling and study how that affects people. And then with interior design also it's just interesting going further into the colors and what specific settings environments make people feel certain ways and um triggers for certain things maybe going to different areas of the world studying that like anybody like would study different environments study the people study the interactions study everything to really begin to see how people feel about themselves based on what they have access to, based on their surroundings, and then going into like the further like environmental aspects based on what's been done in their areas, based on what's been put in their environments chemically, what what plants are there, what disasters have happened, really looking at the you know, breakdowns of things and seeing what might really be an answer for some things that people really just don't take the time to really understand. And so, really, just further going into that. And I say even a doctorate because doctorates usually, usually from what I hear about them, focus really on, um, specifically focus on a topic in depth. Because I don't know, and I haven't even studied them that much, but just going to graduation ceremonies and hearing the doctorate people and literally what they're getting a doctorate in sometimes is just very specific and it's a lot of research on that so i feel like this would be a great topic because it's very useful and it got triggered also again by um i was doing an article reading an an article for a class and it was talking about just how somebody was studying like psychology and architecture and i was just like that's literally kind of what i want to do and um based on like how people interact and how design what i want to do is change how people feel about themselves based on what's surrounding them and begin to change that perspective they have and ultimately change how they be- they begin to be in the world and what they think of themselves and that just has i know a lot of depth to it and a lot of factors so i am really excited about just being an expert in that and being able to say not only are my opinions my opinions my opinions have a master's and possibly a phd behind them okay honey (laughs) and put some respects on that (laughs) but even because um just because it's good to have that for yourself to be able to say you did this you made this accomplishment and not because it got handed to you because lord knows it did not because you worked hard for it and you stuck through with it and in the end you are really aiming to better life for people And, you know, that really in history kind of has shown sometimes not to even mean it's going to be good. And sometimes it doesn't even work out how you want it to work out. And I understand that, but what I also understand is, (laughs) what I also understand is, I really do believe God works miracles and works wonders and something's going to happen or my impact is going to be felt in some type of intended way. And I really believe that and I know it will happen. And I'm going to be stable, I'm going to be able to be something different and give my hopeful future children and even if not my future children, my family, a better livelihood and give myself something to leave here and to be able to live a life that I really dream about and live a life that I want to live and make the impact that I just want to make. So, it really is awesome and who knows because you never know with life. But all I know is, like I said, if I try hard, if I dedicate myself, nothing is not attainable. And... Growing up has solidified that for me, at least that idea. Like, it's gonna be hard, but if you try your hardest, you make the right connections, you believe it enough, and you really just are genuine, good things will come to you. And I just, I'm looking forward to it because you got to, you got to. You can't be living life and not looking forward to anything. So, yes, excited. We'll be right back with this next conversation about looking at yourself and looking at your interior design, and what does that look like? What kind of colors you got? <laughs> what kind of color schemes you got going on? The feng shui's of the area? What, what's that looking like? <laughs> we gonna talk about that in a second. A. Hey, e. Get this bop real quick. <laughs> So, an article on HuffPost about um, nurturing your inner self, and it actually is called Seven Steps to Nurturing Your Inner Self, um, by Lauren Mackler. It was written in 2010, but I think some of the things are um, good to talk about and they apply to today so we are going to talk about them and i'm gonna just send you guys off with some great tips for um loving yourself doing the inner work and making sure you're as healthy and strong as possible to take on every day so let's get to it send loving messages to yourself tell yourself i love you and i appreciate who you are when you do something well give yourself a pat on the back say great job i'm proud of you and when you're struggling you're feeling low be supportive by saying i'm here for you you're not alone take good care of yourself a loving parent will make sure you eat right and get plenty of rest sleep fresh air and exercise keep yourself healthy and fit practicing good self-care is an essential part of this process Do nice things for yourself. Get into a habit of doing special things for yourself. Make yourself a cup of tea with the nurturing energy that you'd have when preparing it for someone else that you love. Visit the sauna, get a massage, or draw yourself a bath filled with special salts. Linger in it and relax. Make yourself a candlelight dinner, a delicious meal in a special setting. Coddle yourself. Treat yourself as loving a parent would do. Treat yourself as a loving parent would treat you. Set healthy boundaries with others. Let people know what you want and don't want. Tell them what's okay for you and what's not. If you have a friend who's always late and you end up waiting on her and feeling annoyed, tell her how you feel. A nurturing parent wouldn't let someone treat you badly. A loving parent makes sure his or her child's needs are met. Become your own advocate. If someone is disrespectful or hurtful to you, speak up. Tell them you don't want to be spoken to that way. If someone was unkind to you, hostile, or verbally abusive to your child, you'd stand up for him. Protect yourself as a nurturing parent would protect you. Believe in yourself. A nurturing parent would highlight your uniqueness, tell you how special you are, encourage you to build your own strengths, and support you in a loving, non-judgmental way. A nurturing parent says, you can do it, I believe in you. Become your own strongest supporter, coach, and cheerleader. And lastly, and most important, be compassionate with yourself. Have compassion for your humanity and for your flaws. You're human, and you're going to make mistakes. Look at yourself through the eyes of a loving parent, or the eyes of God if you want to make it on a wider spectrum. Don't punish or criticize yourself. Reassure yourself, comfort yourself, and accept yourself unconditionally. And show that same compassion for your own parents and others because they too are human. And now, um, clearly this was centered around, you know, using a parent as an inspiration example, a nurturing parent at that. But um, I think the overall idea was like, people as children, when you're younger, that kind of sets the tone for a lot of things going on in your life. And um, even when I was talking about, I I start liking design for real when I was younger, being inspired and it's kind of cultivated. A lot of things can cultivate just like that on the inside. And whether that's health habits, whether that's um, emotional baggage from family experiences, or just childhood trauma, so many things can really begin to fester and boil and really change how we see the world and how we see ourselves, you know? And um, on a wider scale in society, that goes literally towards like, Racist beliefs and um, prejudices and inadequacies and segregation, things like that, what that does to people's minds and how people view themselves because of that. And it really all ties back into that and that connection of needing to feel loved and accepted and unique and needing to have that instilled in you at a young age. And so I just think all this ties in together really well. And it just, you know, goes to show that we have to do the work and we have to make sure we our um in our later years in our adult years as we're maturing even if you don't have a stable you know a parent or you didn't have a stable ideal grow. what is what does it mean to have an ideal life honestly but if you didn't have the best circumstances like you know, we have to take responsibility and we have to do the work for ourselves and we can compare things to how we were supposed to be treated or what we would like and yada yada. But, you know, after a certain point, we got to do the work. We have to make the decisions and we have to decide that we're worth change, we're worth dedication and we're worth the love that we give others. And um, it, I think it does take you to get older sometimes to fully accept that and speak up for that. But we have to. Because this is our life individually for everyone, and not only is it about impacting the world in a positive way, but it's about making sure you're good and that you utilize your health, you know? Some people don't have the health or the abilities that we have. Like, let me speak for me. Like, I can walk, I can think, I can talk, I can do a lot of things, and I might mess up sometimes, but I can move on my own accord, and that's just not something I can waste, and I'm not okay with wasting that. And um, yeah, so find what is going to drive you, find your purpose, find your desire to be better and focus on that because clearly when you focus on that and when you commit, you really can improve and it really is amazing what can result. So yes, thank you all for listening to this episode. See you next week. Well, not to see you, but <laughs> stop stop by again next week how about that (laughs) thanks so much be safe you all and as always good luck on your journey to self-love self-acceptance and all that good stuff love ya bye you just finished listening to an Ashley Milan Brooks original production thank you so much bye-bye